Hey, this is Jesse Canton. Man, I am so glad that you took the time to download this podcast. Listen, it's getting ready to be a blessing to you. It is power packed full of wisdom. Listen, as you hear this episode and you maybe you want to be a blessing to this podcast, well, you can hit me up on Cash App. Type in Jesse E. Canty, J-S-S-E, the letter E, C-A-N-T-Y, with the dollar sign, of course. And you can be a blessing. Anything you give will be appreciated. I thank you, and I pray that nothing but God's blessings and his best be upon you. Take care. Hey, this is Jesse Canty with another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? Listen, we just finished a podcast that I entitled Ready, Set, Go. It's encouraging us to step out into our journey and begin to take action. But listen here, every journey will come with unexpected setbacks. I'm talking about mishaps that will mess you up and take your faith if you ain't careful. Well, I want to talk deeper about it. This one here I'm going to entitle, From Setbacks to Comebacks. Let's talk about it. Yeah, man. Man of wisdom, man of wisdom. From the pulpit to the podcast, from the pulpit to the podcast, to the podcast. Yeah. Jesse Canty. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of How Bad Do You Want It? This is your host, Jesse E. Canty. This is episode number 96. Yeah, man, it's entitled From Setbacks to Comebacks. Let's pray. Father, we thank you right now for the opportunity to get into this half of this word that you have given unto me again. I pray right now, Father, that you lead me and guide me, Lord. Uh, Touch every one of us, Father, as we apply ourselves to this word. Let it be a fundamental fundamental truth in our lives that will encourage us, encourage us, God, when the going get tough, we still can look to you and keep going. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Listen, welcome again, man. I'm so grateful that y'all come back and been spreading the word concerning the um podcast. I hope it's been beneficial to you in some type of way. Thank you for the feedback as well. I got something for you on this episode here, man. Uh, and like I said, it's entitled from setbacks to comebacks because this journey, and it's kind of going hand in hand, which like I said, it started a few weeks ago from dealing with pro- procrastination or a few episodes ago <clears throat> that dealing with procrastination. And then it's really how you, how do you kill or how do you fight against procrastination is uh, launch out into your action. Launch out into your journey. Take action on the things that you desire to see come to pass in your life. That immediately will begin you uh, to step out into uh, achieving and possessing the things that God has in store for you. And I'm telling you, it's a wonderful feeling when you begin to step out in things to apply yourself to maybe one thing, one area that you feel God is calling or pulling you to. And the way the Lord moves, once you step out into that one area, all of a sudden, he will begin to unfold other things that you had no clue you were going to be doing. See, some of us just just believe that that we're gonna we see ourselves doing A. All right, I, mean, I ain't gonna give an example of nothing. We see ourselves doing A. That's all you ever ask God. That's all you ever prayed God for. Lord, I see what you have created me for. 
I enjoy doing this here, A, and this is what I believe you calling me to do. But the Lord had B, C, and D hidden that you also were going to be doing that you did not have no clue that included, that was included into your destiny. And it's a wonderful thing that sometimes the Lord keep the best of us hidden from us. You, let me speak to you right quickly. You have no clue what's all locked up inside of you. I was talking to a former member of mine the other day. He is, he's an agriculturist. Uh, and I wanted to ask him because I was eating some watermelon. I rarely eat watermelon, but I kept looking at those seeds and I called him and I asked him, is there any way to know? Is it any way to know how many watermelons is in one seed? He quickly said, no, no, sir. I said, but isn't it amazing how we don't even know what's in one seed? You can plant something and all of a sudden the harvest you reap from it will be astronomical. It can blow your mind. You can have more inside of a seed then you could predict that what's going to come back than, than what you put in the, than what you put in the ground. Let me say it again. You could have more that come back from one seed than what you put in the ground. See, some of y'all are underestimating your prayer life to God. You can get more back from God than what you asked him for. He has things in store for you that you had no clue you was going to be doing or possessing or walking into and you really never even prayed it. That's the beauty of God. He knows what's best for us. And he already has our end uh, uh, figured out from our beginning. That's God. But what he doesn't tell us, tells us, even when he used prophets at times, he'll show us peaks and valleys. But he rarely shows us or tells us about the setbacks. Every journey in life will come with setbacks. Now, maybe somebody who's listening to me now is already beginning to reminisce or maybe you're in a setback right now. I mean, when you sit here and you got your hopes up one moment, you try not to procrastinate, you're getting your encouragement, you're getting your faith on, on another level and you step out there and all you've been experiencing is one setback after another. A setback man can be also defined as a uh, something that actually disheartened or tries to come to discourage you. Something that's sit here and tries to test your resiliency. Your resiliency, another definition for the definition for resiliency is your capacity or your ability to quickly recover from difficulties. <clears throat> Do you have the mental resilience in you where you can experience setbacks and mishaps, but yet mentally you're able to recover quickly. You got a toughness in you mentally and you're able to restore your shape or your focus or your zeal from something that discouraged you. Listen, I don't mean to get on your nerve, but I am a lover of words. Discourage. There are things and there are moments and there are situations that will happen in our lives that is sent to discourage, to rob us of our courage, to disarm us of our courage that we have. And when you have no courage, 
You also remember that lion that was on the Oz or the Wiz. That when that lion had no courage, he could not face anything. He feared everything. Setbacks sometimes discourage you. Setbacks will dishearten you. Setbacks will disappoint you. Setbacks will embarrass you. And setbacks will frustrate you. Because you were so geeked up and and excited about what you was pursuing making sure you 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 crossed over every procrastination or every hindrance or obstacle that was sent to hinder, distract, or destroy you. But something happened out of your capability, and it probably happened more than one time, and it discouraged you and almost caused you to want to quit totally. You have to understand, it even make you may feel like you have a failure. You have to understand that failures and setbacks, they all are ingredients for a great success story. What I love about the Bible, man, and I often give you guys scriptures, is every great story in the Bible where God moved mightily, he always exposes moments or experiences of setbacks or what appear to be failures in the people's lives who he moved for. And I love that the Bible does that. It doesn't show us a perfect Abraham. It doesn't show us a flawless Peter. It shows us how Peter had setback on his way to becoming the disciple and, 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 and the apostle that God wanted him to be. But all of a sudden, that setback really was a setup to spring him forth and come back and preached one day. And in one day's sermon from Peter, he messed around and won over 3,000 people to Christ. He experienced setbacks before he experienced comebacks. Which lead us to remember, remind ourselves that behind every setback, it is an opportunity. In fact, there are opportunities behind every setback. Something that looked like it was bad, it could be a setup from God. Let me quickly tell you something that just, just dropped in my spirit. There was a, 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 a person who worked in a, a gas station. It was in a certain part of the uh, uh, urban uh, uh, New York and years ago. And a man came in, make a long story short, and robbed the store. The cashier uh, was fully compliant with them. And all of a sudden, right before they left, the cashier shot him. I forgot where they shot him. But they shot him. He managed to scramble and call 911, set the alarm off. The ambulance got there just in the nick of time took this cashier that was bleeding out tremendously, man, and they rushed him to the emergency, rushed him to the hospital. They had to have emergency surgery on him and to go and close up the wound. But where they before they closed the wound up, they looked for the bullet. As they were looking for the bullet, they found a huge 
tumor that was a size, if I'm not mistaken, they said he's the size of a golf ball or a baseball. I think it was a golf ball. But the tumor, I can't remember exactly everything, but the tumor was right there next to some artery or some part of some part of their body that he had no clue he had a tumor in him. Had that tumor stayed there for a certain length of time, a little bit more unknown to anybody, it would have killed him. I think it said it would have caused him to have a massive heart attack. And so the situation turned out to be this. What looked like a setback that was a robbery in that store wind up being a set up from God because he had he wouldn't go to the doctor for anything. But that forced him to go to the mercy room where they found a tumor had the gunman not shot him where he shot him. It still would have been there and nobody would have recognized it. And this man's life would have been cut short a few months or a few days later. But what looked like to be a setback, it was an opportunity to live longer. Let me tell you something, and I'm not just trying to make you feel good. You, your mind will be blown how God can take that which was bad or that seemed bad and turn around and work it for your good. Be careful how quick you judge. Be careful how you how you try to make God look like he don't even care. The thing that have happened to you could be something that God is pumping your brakes on because you didn't see a cliff up ahead of you. Here's another inspirational saying. Every setback is a setup for a comeback. God wants to bring you out better than you were before. Now, that, that leads me to the children of Israel that came out of Egypt. They was in bondage for over 400 years as slaves. When God told Moses to tell Pharaoh to let my people go, after the 10th plague, Pharaoh began to let them go. And he promised the children of Israel, God promised the children of Israel through Moses that you will not go out empty. In other words, not only are you going to come back from this setback, but I am going to cause you to be set up tremendously financially. You will not come back or come out of that situation broke like you went into it. I'm going, and this is what he did with the children of Israel. He caused them to have supernatural favor amongst the uh, uh, Egyptians. And when they left there, they literally, I've read one scholar say it this way. He says, when the children of Israel pulled out of Egypt, God have given them the favor to break the back of the Egyptians financially. Because of the gold that they borrowed, every Egyptian borrowed from their master. They had tremendous God-given favor. Nobody said no. And God knew when they borrowed that jewelry that they weren't going to come back. My God. Ooh, if that ain't a setup from God, I don't know what is. That when it looked like you came out of this thing, when you went into it like you lost, but the Lord had a plan that he wanted to bring you out better than you were before. 
So be careful what you, you, you start to curse and complain about. It could be God working in a smooth way. I preached a message a long time ago. It was an awesome message. Or maybe I had it in my, in, in my spirit to preach it. I never did preach it. I can't remember. But it was called Smooth Criminal. And it came from that place in the scripture where God will take the wealth of the wicked. Who am I talking to? I really feel a prophetic anointing upon me for this podcast. God will take the wealth of the wicked. I don't know who I'm talking to, but somebody, even the people that you, that you may be perhaps working for now, that it seems like they will not give unto you what's right unto you. God will take the wealth of the wicked and transfer it into the hand of the righteous. And when he do it, he had the Egyptians doing it and they didn't even realize what they was doing. By the time they realized they have given all their gold away, the children of Israel was halfway through the Red Sea. They came to themselves and went to get their money back and got lured into a trap and wind up destroying the, 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 the children of Israel, I mean, Egypt. That's a smooth criminal. Giving up on your goal because of one setback is like slashing your other three tires because you got a flat. Listen here, do not give up. I know it's frustrating. I know it's hard. I know I have ups and downs. Do you think I haven't experienced that myself? And sometimes God will put you in a position, that's where I'm at, where 99.99% of the people who's in your circle, none of them can help you. So what I'm going through, or when I was going through setbacks, I had to go to God. I had to go to God most of the time and say, God, if you don't move on this thing or show me what to do, I needed encouragement from God. Anytime you suffer a setback or a disappointment, what you need to do is put your head down and keep plowing ahead. That's Les Brown. Put your head down and keep plowing ahead. Put your head down because if you ain't careful, your eyes will get looking around and you'll start counting Egyptians. You'll start counting chariots, and I hope you get my illustration. Anything that's been sent out to try to destroy you or that is a threat to you, you'll start adding. That's the thing about me. I believe that's why I've experienced insomnia a lot in the past because my head is always thinking. It's a positive, and sometimes it's a negative. I run numbers in my head. I think weeks ahead, and my mind is not necessarily doubting God, but it's thinking too much. So I'm asking God to help me put my head down sometime and keep plowing by faith. Listen to this here. It doesn't get easier. This is so true. You just get stronger. The thing that you're facing in life and the ups and downs, listen, if you keep on being faithful and keep growing from one dimension to another dimension, I'm going to tell you the truth. It will not get easier. But what's going to happen is you're going to get stronger and sometimes it's going to feel like it's going to get easier. It haven't got easier. There are some things that is on your shoulder right now. You're carrying your entire family. 
women who listening to me right now who standing in agreement and standing in prayer line for your entire family, include your husband. Men who's listening to me right now who's interceding for his entire family, including your wife. Financially, you standing in faith. And it's been in the weight sometimes get unbearable. But God is working your muscles out spiritually. God is stretching your faith right now for another dimension. And I'm encouraging you, don't you give up. What look like, I'm going to show you the difference between a setback and failure. Do not consider yourself a failure. That is a lie straight from the pits of hell. A setback can mean you made a mistake. A setback can mean you got distracted. A setback can mean you were exhausted. A setback can mean you lost your willpower. A setback can mean you caved into pressure temporarily. A setback can mean also your schedule got messed up and you weren't able to accomplish it. But because you kept going one day at a time, you did not fail in any one of those situations. A failure means that you decided that being in that position, whatever it was, wasn't worth the effort, so you just completely gave up. As long as you don't give up, you are not a failure. Don't allow a setback to give you an excuse to set back. Pick yourself up and continue to move forward. This here, because if you don't, you're going to get back to procrastination or you're going to be full of fear not to try again. There will be stumbles on your journey. That's why I made this podcast. I didn't wait till you stumbled. I went on ahead of you and I'm letting you know right now, it's going to be some dark days. There's a Japanese proverb that's also rooted in the, in the scripture that says, if you fall seven times, stand up eight. In the scripture, it says a righteous man falls seven times, but he get back up. I don't care how many situations that may bring you to your knees. I refuse, and I hope you refuse to stay down. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. God has blessed us to have listeners all around the world. And I thought to myself, I said, maybe there's somebody that wants you to have a prayer request. I want you to pray with them concerning anything, your family or whatever it is. If that's be so, listen, drop me an email at jessecantypodcast at yahoo.com. J-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I would love to hear from you. I love to pray with you. And I want you to have a blessed day. Don't worry about those who are talking about you either. I always got people who are going to report how many times you failed and, and all that other stuff. Don't worry about those who are behind, talking behind your back. In fact, they're behind your back for a reason. <laughs> you already doing more than they're doing. And people like to talk about people who ain't doing anything else. See, you're experiencing this hardship, and that hardship often prepares It prepares an ordinary person to be an extraordinary person. What makes you extraordinary? It's the hardship you experience. I'm going to say it again. Hardship often prepares an ordinary person for an extraordinary destiny. Do you want your destiny to be ordinary or extraordinary? 
then be resilient. Be able to recover quickly from difficulties. Failure does not mean you are out of the game. And it doesn't, and it doesn't always mean that, that you have made a mistake. It could be a course or a uh, 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 obstacle that God wants you to leap and go through or go over. I remember I did a study on failure, famous failures. It shocked me how many famous people had experienced many, many failures at the beginning. After being cut from his high school basketball team, he went home and locked himself in a room and he said he cried all night long. He said he felt like a failure. His name was Michael Jordan. This band, after being rejected by Decca Recording Studios, they told them, we don't like your sound, and they have no future in show business. When this band heard that, they were discouraged, and they almost tore up the instruments and walked away and went back to their day jobs, but they kept going. They called the Beatles. This one guy at 30 years old, man, he was left devastated and depressed after being unceremoniously removed from the company that he started. He started the company and somehow a coup d'etat happened and they fired him and he was left discouraged. His name was Steve Jobs, the creative Apple. There was another high school dropout whose personal struggles with drugs and poverty culminated in an unsuccessful suicide attempt. This dude dropped out of high school and tried to commit suicide. He was, he was unsuccessful in it. His name is Eminem, worth over $50 million. There's another guy that was fired from a newspaper. They told him he lacked imagination, had no original ideas. His name was Walt Disney. There was another lady that was demoted from her job as a news anchor. They told her she wasn't fit for television. I think y'all know who that is. Oprah Winfrey. There's another guy who was not able to speak until he was almost four years old. My grandson just turned four the other week. And he's still having limited words. I was praying for him the day when I picked him up in the truck. And I was reminded of this person. This dude did not speak till he was four years old. And his teacher said that he would never amount to much. His name was Albert Einstein. This man here failed in business three times. Failed campaigning seven times. And he also failed at trying to be the, the vice president of the United States twice. His name is Abraham Lincoln. This guy was a Harvard University dropout. And his first business, Trafodata, was a complete embarrassing failure. His name Bill Gates. Teachers told this guy he was too stupid to learn anything. 
Man, they should have found that teacher and fired him. Told him exact words. He was too stupid to learn anything. His name is Thomas Edison. This person here was dropped by 20th Century Fox after one year because her producer told her that she wasn't pretty, she didn't have any talent, and she could never make it as an actress. Her name is Marilyn Monroe. This guy here was a failure at three businesses before finally succeeding with a Ford Motor Company at age 53. His name, Henry Ford. This guy here couldn't sell his chicken for nothing. More than 1,000 restaurants rejected his chicken. His name is Colonel Hartland David Sanders, the creator of KFC. <laughs> this guy here, he was rejected 30 times. He proceeded to throw it in the trash. His first book, he tried to get published. They rejected him 30 times. He went to throw it in the trash and he published it one more time and they accepted it. His name is Stephen King. Another guy was passed over for an engineering job at Toyota and left unemployed. They did not want to make him the engineer and he left unemployed. His name is Sochirio Honda. Sound familiar? He started his own car line, Honda. And the last one, this lady here, was unemployed, divorced, and raising a daughter on Social Security checks while writing her first novel. It was rejected by 12 publishing houses. Her name is J.K. Rowling, and the novel is entitled Harry Potter. Let me tell you something. In my last 30 seconds, I don't know who this is for, but I feel like a prophet on this podcast is telling you that God will allow you to experience some setbacks, but you can rest assured that he already have gotten a plan together. He already has the steps ordered for you to have a tremendous, powerful, supernatural comeback. And can't nobody get the glory but God. Father, I thank you for what you spoke in this podcast. I pray that it blesses the believer. It may be simple, but yet it's powerful and profound. You get the praise, honor, and glory. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Love y'all. Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty and the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. 
You can reach us at swipefast.com forward slash save. That's swipe spelled with the Y or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day.